0: We are live. My name is Dixon, and welcome to the first episode of my new podcast, Brunch Times. On this series, I answer various questions about pretty much everything. If you're a new listener and want to ask a question, feel free to call me at 1-239-553-5300. That's 1-239-553-5300. Or email me at the email in the description down below. I'm going to start this podcast off by saying something very bold about you, the viewer listening in. You have probably been bullied at one point or another in your life. Now, don't click away. Don't don't get offended. It's just a statement. Whether you recognize it or not, you most likely face bullying or harassment, either in person or online. This is usually the case for almost everyone, as no one is immune from this sort of treatment. If you haven't guessed it by now, the theme of our first episode is bullying. This includes anti-bullying movements, cyberbullying, and the impacts of social media. To be crystal clear here, bullying can be defined as the act of an individual with a greater power, either socially, uh, or economically, or physically as in greater strength, who harass or act aggressively towards an individual that is not upset power, of said power, of a lower power using either verbal or physical force. With that in mind, it's important to note that bullying now is much different compared to bullying 10-12 to 12 years ago, back in my childhood. Living in such a technologically developed society, with social media being as popular as it is, it's almost impossible to escape this type of behavior from other people. So this begs the question, how is the growth of social media directly responsible towards the increase of bullying amongst individuals today? In my opinion, I feel as if social media is directly responsible towards the increase of bullying in today's society. It's honestly made it so much easier to target individuals wherever they go. Social media is this outlet for people to display their lives online, you know, and allowing certain aspects and selective amounts of information to be shared is completely based on the users and their preference. This newfound power, though, of social media has given individuals, like, this vast sum of personal data accessible at any given moment. And this is more than just an issue that happens at school, because you think cyberbullying, you think, oh, school children going after one another. But in reality, it happens to everyone. Various anti-bullying movements have been founded in hopes of retaliating against these types of behaviors over the past couple of decades. For instance, in 1999, after the Columbine Massacre, in the U.S., several states enforced laws against bullying, making it a, a crime. In Canada, though, there was one movement called the Pink Shirt Day, and it's probably one of the more well-known anti-bullying movements that have been introduced. Pink Shirt Day was founded in 2007 by two Canadian students, um, Travis Price and David Shepard. Uh, these two students noticed that a younger student had homophobic slurs thrown at him for wearing a pink colored shirt. Can you believe that? Both Price and Shepard came to school the next day wearing pink and brought along like 75 other pink shirts to show their support for this younger student. And also to stand up against bullying. This act of kindness took the country by storm and is now celebrated every February 23rd. The only downside to this move though is it's more targeted towards schools and bullying done in a school environment. The problem is still being that bullying has grown to be more than just playground fights. It's grown to be this much larger issue. Social media has intensified this issue to such a great extent. It's insane. Now you can see anyone's information, photographs, and location online, even if they're on the other side of the world. Someone can be wearing pink and someone they don't know can comment something horrible towards them. This newfound power is incredibly dangerous and when in the wrong hands can cause a much bigger problem. Speaking of this newfound power that's dangerous and can cause like mass harm, doxing seems to be this new fad uh, in our current society. There have been instances where individuals have been doxed publicly, having all their information shared not willingly. If you aren't familiar with the term dox or doxing, it's short for saying dropping docks. dox. Docs itself is slang for the word documents. Documents, in this case, is a general term for just private information you don't want shared. Things like credit card information, um, home addresses, family members, emails, etc. Recently, doxing has become this tool that people used to quote-unquote expose someone that has an opposing view from them. Once again, this can happen to almost anyone. We've seen it with politicians, celebrities, newscasters on Fox, CNN, or even just your average Joe. There have been many famous instances of doxing in the past 10 years. But more recently, child star and actress Sky Jackson took to Twitter, attempting to expose her fans making racist remarks towards the more recent Black Lives Matter movement. Sky posted to her 725,000 Twitter followers the names of these fans, their Instagram handles, or even where these people went to school. This is more than enough information needed. Whether her actions were justified or not, it would not have been made possible without the use of social media. This is an extreme case of doxing, however, this type of harassment is reoccurring. Social media has just made it entirely straightforward to commit such a heinous act against others. And it's all because we're able to post this information of ourselves, all these little details online. And really, we just don't understand that it can always be used against us. Moving forward, social media overall is truly this harmful commodity. It's grown to become this train wreck of what once was a revolutionary idea. Well, it has some positive aspects to it. The negative aspects and instances over the past couple of years overpower any good that can be seen. The story I'm going to tell you is truly unfortunate and deals with suicide. So this is a trigger warning to anyone that may be listening. If you yourself are thinking of taking your own life, the suicide prevention hotline in Canada is 833-456-4566. That's 833-456-4566. You can call or use their website if you're really nervous to actually speak with someone or are hearing impaired. Your mental health is important, and you, as a person, matter. The story I'm going to share with you now is tragic, and it's that of Amanda Todd, a girl who took her own life due to severe bullying. Amanda Todd was a 15-year-old that lived in Coquitlam, British Columbia, born November 27, 1996. Todd faced countless acts of bullying, both online and real life. She had private pictures of her shared all over the internet. She had sent sexual photographs to a guy she had met online. This person then posted these photos to Facebook, where he shared them to others. This individual had a girlfriend at the time, and she was not happy when learning that he received these pictures. So she gathered 15 of her friends to go physically attack Todd, leaving her in a ditch. To cope with these attacks, Todd moved to drugs, alcohol, and self-harm. She even tried to commit suicide, and just before her last and final attempt, she made a YouTube video explaining her story she was bullied profusely, moved to multiple schools, but no matter where she went, her problems followed. On October 10th, 2012, Amanda Todd committed suicide by hanging herself in her own home. Amanda Todd lost her life due to numerous accounts of bullying, made so much easier due to social media. These horrid of experiences Todd had to go through were intensified greatly due to the accessibility of sharing on Facebook. Everyone everywhere was able to make comments about her, leaving nasty remarks on her posts. As the time has gone on, the amount of users on these platforms have skyrocketed, with some even reaching 1.5 billion users, a fraction of our population. The popularity of social media has only made it easier and more convenient, for instance, like Amanda Todd to happen again. Soon enough, these platforms will reach even greater milestones and generate more users, which will inevitably lead to the problem worsening. Now, to kind of stray away from that sad um, story... Um, I'm going to conclude the podcast, and I would just like to express to you how significant of an issue this is overall. It's estimated that an individual has around seven active social media accounts, and that means you have parts of your identity shared over seven platforms. Doing this essentially places a giant red target on your back for everyone to see. If this doesn't sound very urgent to you, just think about your family and if they have social media. You wouldn't want them going through something similar to Amanda Todd, right? The best thing that you can do is just be cautious with anything you choose to share on the internet and stand up for what you believe in, even though it means disagreeing with others. You see an injustice, you speak out against it. That's the most we can all do. I'm afraid that's all the time we have for today, though. So I'd like to thank you all for listening in. Hopefully, you've learned something from this podcast and will apply this knowledge to your everyday life. I leave you with some words from the infamous Jim Jeffries. I think we can all do better. Thank you for listening. Uh, Good luck and goodbye.